Coming up on this episode of Coordinated. Oh, Miss Suge, if you're not too busy recording podcast clips, I'd like to schedule a counseling session. Derek, you can't fool me. <laughs> I know it's you. Greetings, AP coordinators. Welcome to season four of Coordinated. And welcome to a new school year. Season four of Coordinated will help ensure it begins on a high note for AP coordinators. I'll provide step by step guidance, navigating from initial planning at the start of the school year through setup of AP registration and ordering, student enrollment in class sections, all the way through the final ordering deadline in mid November. Those are just some of the highlights. We have a lot to cover. And I, along with other AP coordinators, all share some of our favorite tips and tricks that have helped us more efficiently manage our AP programs. Derek Cometa here, former AP coordinator, now director AP coordinator experience for the AP program. And I'm Rachel McBride, AP coordinator and school counselor at Mayfield High School. Welcome to the podcast for AP coordinators. Welcome to Coordinated. Hello, AP coordinators. My name is Claire Lorenz, and I'm on the AP instruction team at the College Board. Over the past several years, we've had the chance to work with amazing AP teachers and higher education faculty members to create resources that support instruction and learning in all AP courses. AP teachers have access to these resources through AP Classroom. Thanks to feedback from teachers and students, We've made it easier than ever for AP teachers to use AP Classroom in the 2021-2022 school year. Each course is now organized into clear categories. Course resources are aligned to course content and skills and include AP daily videos, topic questions, and progress checks. The question bank allows teachers to build custom assessments for their students. My Assignments stores all assignments in one place so they can be easily accessed for planning and review. And my reports can help teachers identify areas where students demonstrate strength and areas where they might need a little more support. Please help us support AP students by encouraging AP teachers at your school to check out all AP Classroom has to offer. Teachers can easily access the instructional resources by logging in at myap.collegeboard.org. And for more insights and best practices for using AP Classroom, there are videos on our AP Educators YouTube channel that can be watched anytime, anywhere. We'll put a link in the show notes of this episode for you to share. We hope you'll help us spread the word about how AP Classroom resources can support student learning. Take care and thank you for all you do. Hello, Rachel. It's been a few days since we last talked. What's happening over there in Wildcat country? Well, hello to you too, Derek. We are doing great here at Mayfield High School, home of the Wildcats. There is a lot going on. Football, volleyball, homecoming. That's a really big deal here. We've also got college applications in full swing, the PSAT, and of course, AP. Can't forget that, right? <laughs> of course not. Glad you mentioned AP. It is a busy time for schools and AP, and our podcast Timeline 
helps to keep everything AP quite organized. Just as we like it, organized. And this is season four. Otherwise known as Steps to Success. We started this season with episode 68. So for new listeners and or new AP coordinators, that's the starting line. And checking the podcast feed, we see the Steps to Success begin with the episode titled Initial Planning. That's right. And then subsequent episodes included conversation on access codes and setup, the exam decision indicator, and class sections. We also covered student accounts, join codes, and student enrollment. And then more recently, we've talked about tracking and chasing down Mm -hmm. students to complete initial student enrollment, episode 75. That was a fun one. Mm -hmm. And then our last episode shared some thoughts on collecting AP exam fees. That was episode 76, bringing us to... Episode 77, exam only. Derek, I I didn't hear a drumble there. (laughs) (laughs) Sincere apologies, Rachel. I was bringing up the PDF of the AP Coordinator's Manual Part 1 for reference, so... Apologies. (laughs) Apologies. <laughs> A little slow with the sound effects. That's all right. No drum roll needed. This topic speaks for itself. How about we mix it up this time? I'll start with some background on exam-only sections. Sounds good. I like to think of an exam-only section as a type of class section. We coordinators use the exam-only option to create sections for students taking an AP exam at our school. And this is the key part. They are not taking the corresponding AP course at our school. Again, exam only is used for students taking the exam, but not the course. Hence the name, exam only. (laughs) Exactly. And these exam only sections are created by AP coordinators only. AP teachers cannot create exam only sections. And Rachel, after creating an exam only section multiple students can be enrolled in the same exam-only section, correct? That is correct. So, exam-only sections are for independent or self-study students attending your school who want to take an exam for a course in which they're not enrolled, or an exam-only section could be for students who attend another school but are testing at your school, or homeschooled students testing at your school, or virtual school students testing at your school. As I said, multiple students can be enrolled in the same exam-only section. And Derek, I've encountered all of those situations, not all of them each year, and certainly not all of those different types of students for every subject, but I do have some. My most common exam-only students are my own Mayfield High School students who are self-studying for an AP exam, often because taking the AP course just didn't fit into their class schedule. Makes sense to me. And what's the exam-only enrollment process? What's that like at your school? How do students enroll in the exam-only class sections? So I'm the one who coordinates with students on this. AP teachers cannot create exam-only sections or see the join code for those class sections. First, I create the exam-only section. Then I give interested students the join code for those exam-only sections. 
Students use the join code to enroll. Some students, like virtual school students, may need to enroll in two different class sections. They'll need two join codes. That's right, two. One to receive access to learning materials at the, quote, teaching school. The other so that an exam can be ordered at what I call the, quote, testing school. And I should probably mention the deadlines and fees, right? Uh, yes, good idea. <laughs> so ordering deadlines and fees for exam-only students are the same as they are for all other students. There are a few exceptions. Please see the AP Coordinator's Manual Part 1 for specific information. Always good to have my best friend, the AP Coordinator's Manual, downloaded and ready for reference, specifically pages 64 to 65. We'll put a link to that in our show notes. And now, AP Coordinators, now it's time to gear up for our newest segment. It's something we're calling On the Road with Rachel. And you might be asking, Derek, what road are we on? Why? It's the road to success, of course. That's right. We've been steering coordinators along this road with step-by-step -step guidance. Now, it's time to accelerate a bit. And share some tips and best practices from experienced AP coordinators. So, Rachel had to run. She said she had to meet with some homeschooled students who want to test at her school, or... Maybe that was just my coincidental imagination. Either way, it's time to make a quick call to a friend for an equally quick best practice to share. Carly Suge, counselor and AP coordinator at Costa Mesa High School. Oh, Miss Suge, if you're not too busy recording podcast clips, I'd like to schedule a counseling session. Derek, you can't fool me. I know it's you. <laughs> and everyone, yes, that voice may sound a little familiar. It's the same one that opens and closes our show. I do love the podcast, and I'd love to schedule a counseling session for you, Derek. How does next January sound? I'm, I'm a little busy right now. <laughs> All right. Well, how about if I take just two minutes of your time right now, to get your thoughts on something, we could use some sage advice from a veteran AP coordinator. Well, since you asked so nicely, go for it. Rachel and I were just talking about exam-only sections, and so I wanted to talk to you about learning resources for those students enrolled in exam-only sections. That is a good topic. I get this question all the time, and there is good news. Students in exam-only sections have access to AP daily learning videos in AP Classroom and any other high-level course resources that do not have to be assigned. Exam-only students do not have access to AP Classroom assignments from AP teachers, and that's because assignments are only accessible by students enrolled in a teacher's particular class section. All right. Well, thank you for that. That makes sense. And Carly, you have been helping AP coordinators all over the world through the AP coordinator workshops. So I'm curious, 
What's one way? One way schools can support students in exam-only sections. This is a really good question. Okay, and I think I can give you three. So three ideas I've heard from other AP coordinators in our AP workshops. So first, some AP teachers host review sessions for students when April rolls around. And one way is to invite the exam-only students to those review sessions to provide them with some extra support. Second, some schools have practice AP exam sessions for their students outside of the normal class period. And inviting the exam-only students to participate is another way to support those students. And finally, third, simply let your AP teacher know who those exam-only students are. Sometimes teachers will take it upon themselves. I know that some of my AP teachers really go out of their way to be helpful and supportive to all students. Great ideas. And speaking of helpful and supportive, thank you, Carly, for your time today. We appreciate your help and support. I'm happy to help, Derek. And the work that we counselors do and the work that we do as AP coordinators, it's, you know. <laughs> I do know, but please say it anyway. Good as gold. Season four of Coordinated is co-authored and co-hosted by Derek Cometa and Rachel McBride. Derek also records, produces, and engineers the show. Our executive producer is Edward Biederman. Our podcast logo is courtesy of the amazingly talented Amy O. Amy is enjoying her senior year at Savannah Arts Academy. We thank Jackie Ray for our theme song, Good As Gold. Jackie is a former AP Music Theory student at Oakton High School. Additional vocal support by Carly Suge. AP Coordinator at Costa Mesa High School in Southern California. And a special thanks to all my colleagues in the AP program for supporting the show and spending time with us. And AP Coordinators, we cannot say it enough. Thank you. We appreciate you. And for all your support of AP students, you are truly good as Gold. And maybe I just don't know. I'll say it over and over and over again till I believe it's all. Good is gold